This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. This week we're talking about Airplane. Jeff, Jeff, surely you can't be serious. I am serious. Stop calling me Shirley. <laughs> Picked a hell of a week to quit going outside. Yeah. Hey, Picked a whole <laughs> eight months to stop going outside. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I was going to do I was going to an exclamation point joke. Like I'd put one after this sentence and this one as in I'm leaving. <laughs> Seinfeld. It's not top of the muffin to you, but it is. All right. <laughs> we are discussing Airplane. Exclamation point. This came out in 1980, directed by Jim Abrams and the Zucker brothers. Not to Ooh. be confused with the Duffer brothers or who are the Marvel Brothers? Russo's. Yeah, Russo yeah, the Russo's. Brothers. And the Wachowski uh, siblings. Marvel also, Russo. <laughs> they also directed <laughs> and they wrote. They wrote uh, starring everybody, but on IMDb, everybody. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has got top billing on IMDb. I know, he's the first credit at the end. <laughs> uh, Lloyd Bridgers, Peter Graves, Julie Haggerty, Robert Hayes, Leslie Nielsen, Lorna Patterson, Robert Stack, uh, on and on and on. Jonathan Banks is even in this thing, for crying out loud. <sighs> yeah. That's right. Oh, that guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the guy from That's Breaking right. Bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beverly Hills Cop. Um, Barbara Billingsley. Uh, the list goes... Oh, even, oh, James Hong is even in this thing. For yeah. Yeah, I was going to... I have things to say. <laughs> All right. He's um, not Japanese. <laughs> Okay, so I, as the one who nominated this movie, I did not see this in the movie theater as I was barely three years old when this came out. Um, I saw it on TV at some point. My, I know my my dad loved this movie. Um, that's kind of my... It must, no, it must not have been TV because as we mentioned before, way back, this was the first set of boobies I saw on TV. So I saw it on VHS or on cable or something. I don't <laughs> <Beta>. know. <laughs> we never had beta, but... Um, at some point, I saw it on VHS, I guess, or cable. But we didn't have cable till later. So, anyway, that's my history. I definitely saw this before the Naked Gun movies. However, I grew up watching those more than I watched this. That's just my little history there. But um, hmm. all right, Alex. Uh, same. I actually can't remember. I know I definitely saw it. Maybe I saw it as a TV like. Like a regular network TV movie first before you know I actually went out and rented it and saw the whole rated R thing and liked it better. I think it was one of those movies for me, but it was early on. Yeah. Okay, Scott. Probably cable. Can't can't be sure though. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't remember the the titties until later though. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Both sets were wobbly, <laughs> but only one Jello's set was jiggling. there. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
All right, well, let's get into it, as we usually do. Uh, we're just going to talk about seven items from the movie. Uh, no particular uh, good or bad, but we'll, uh, mostly good for me in this movie. Um, very beginning, my number seven is the dance sequence, the flashback. <laughs> and he goes back to when he's in that bar, and I forgot where he was, in South, uh, Southeast Asia somewhere. Where was it supposed and to be? funny, there was, there was like... The Barbary Coast, and they were in, uh, it was like some drink, because <laughs> he talks about later how they they were going to bomb uh, Mai Tai or something like that. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> but anyway, the, the, the I guess they're spoofing uh, Saturday Night Fever, I guess. I don't even know. It's, some of the stuff's a little yeah. uh, uh, beyond me, because I was a little too young for all the the references made at the time. But anyway, it's hilarious. The whole spinning them around, dropping... Not even holding on at some points and shooting guns with a pew sound effects and pew flipping off the pants and at the very the whole the way it whole starts with throwing the, the Girl Scouts fighting and one of them hits the jukebox and starts playing disco and all of a sudden everyone starts dancing and so like, yes. like the guy gets a knife in the back <laughs> doing the point to his back yeah and she keeps mimicking him his dance yeah. so. I like when he, and then when he's doing the Russian dance. Yes, I was dying at that point. I forgot about that. So, the flashback to the dance. That's my number seven. Alex. Uh, Just to preface this a little bit, my list, I tried, uh, at least for the first few entries, I tried to focus on, like, the little gags, because I know you guys are going to talk about the big stuff. Uh, and this one, I actually, my number seven, I didn't notice until pretty much right now when Captain Over <laughs> was just checking out all the magazines. <laughs> there were like a huge section of portos. Yeah. And some of these porto names were killing me. One of them was Box Lunch, <laughs> which was great. <laughs> and the one he was reading <laughs> was just called Modern Spur. <laughs> yeah. It was, oh my gosh. That was, that was good. I like that. You had the. There were naked women in all these magazines in the middle of the airport. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yep. Good stuff. All right, Scott, number seven. Uh, number seven. So I guess it, it had been a while since I saw this because there were a bunch of jokes that I didn't remember. And I, I was positive I wouldn't have gotten them as a kid. Uh, the, the first one being uh, when, when they flash back to him when he's convalescing. And they they pan over to the other guy who's freaking out, and then you, you hear somebody else like start to moan, and Elaine asks him, "Who's that?" And he says, "Oh, that's Lieutenant Hurwitz. He thinks he's Ethel Merman." And then they pans over, <laughs> and it's actually Ethel Merman. <laughs> she, she You'll be swell. You'll, You'll be, be great. great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the whole world all in a plate. Uh, that that made me laugh. I did not remember that at all. That was fantastic. That was, that was funny. So the Ethel Merman yeah. cameo. Yeah, and I'm gonna say I don't even know what Ethel Merman looks like. I'm just assuming that's who it was based on the joke. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number six is uh, the inflatable co-pilot. <laughs> Otto. <laughs> Otto. Otto. All, all the gags. I mean, the first thing that just pops up the autopilot is an actual just an inflatable <laughs> bag. Um. It's just riding, and then when he starts deflating, and the where the she has to blow him up, and all just all the stuff with him throughout the entire movie is is gold. He's you know, groping her by the end. 
Yeah. Grand Wheel Auto, you just kind of peel them off. You, you know, yeah. you know why he's named Auto, right? Autopilot. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty obvious, Scott. Scott, damn it. Just saying. All right. All right. Well, that's my number six, Alex. My number six, and they use like well for the technology some screen and camera trickery and stuff. So <laughs> I'd forgotten what they were gonna do with this gag, and this was back at uh, Captain Kramer's house, and the dog is mauling <laughs> the guy that came to get him and everything. And you see him in the background in the mirror, and then Captain Kramer's like, "All right, let's get on with it." <laughs> and his reflection just walks through the mirror. <laughs> I don't think I picked that up. I didn't miss oh, it. That was, yeah. Oh, that was fantastic! Because he was in the at one shot. He's in the mirror. He's looking at himself in the mirror, checking himself out, making his uniform is all straight. Then they cut to the guy wrestling with the dog, and then they come back to that scene. <laughs> it's like, "All right, let's get out of here." <laughs> and his like reflection walks through the mirror. It was fantastic. Nice. Oh, I love that gag. All right. Let's Scott, go. number six. I'll have to watch that again, Alex, because I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, the uh, Number six is the, and I was looking forward to the scene, the fighting through all the religious canvassers when Kramer gets to the airport. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, Jews for Jesus? <laughs> they just start coming up to him and they're all, they all have some different denomination. And, you know, eventually he's, like, karate chopping him in the back of the neck. And, <laughs> and it was actually uh, him through the whole thing, too. That's the best part. Yeah. Robert Stack. He's got some moves, yeah. He some stunts. But, yeah, the, I, I like the whole canvas just to begin with. They, they were the Church of Religious Consciousness to, to start. Then they all had, like, the different things uh, going on. But, uh, so, was this, were these things, like, a prevalent thing at airports back in the day? I don't know. I, f- I feel like I it's kind of so. a dated, somewhat dated joke, like the all the Saturday Night Fever stuff. Yeah, because yeah, I've only seen like Harry Christmas, but in, in movies. Yeah, and at, at por- airports. And so I'm wondering if when did it end, did it end a while ago? Did it end like after 9/11, where you can't even get past security, so they're not doing? It? I, I'm wondering if that's a. No, because even before nine eleven or any, any tightened security and stuff like that, I never saw anybody like that at the okay, airports. Yeah, because yeah, I never even really traveled until after nine eleven, so I don't know. Okay. Um, where are we on now? Uh, my number five. Five. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my number five is all the Kareem Abdul Jabbar jokes. <laughs> just you know, every single time it's oh, I'm not him. You know, they just relate it that he actually is Kareem. <laughs> By the end, when he's passed out, he's wearing his goggles and <laughs> shorts, his shorts, and just all the stuff with him. And then later on, my dad says you're a bum and you don't run off the court. You tell your old man drag get Bill Ambeer and Luke Walton up his court Luke and see Walton. what he has to say. Yeah, or Bill Walton, I yeah. guess. You right? Drag, you drag Walton and Ambeer up and down the court for eight minutes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just loved all that stuff, and especially at the end when he's in his shorts and the, he's wearing yeah. the goggles. And this is still in the middle of his career, right? Because I don't think he retired until the late '80s, and this was '80, so yeah, good on him. This is yeah. before, what before or after he fought Bruce Lee? After, after, after. yeah. All right, so all the Lou Alcindor references <laughs> slash Kareem Abdul Jabbar. You guys know what uh, NCAA stood for and when uh, he played? No. 
National. No, no chance against El Sindor. Uh, they woo. also outlaw the dunk in NCAA yep. basketball while he was in college. Yeah. These are the fun facts I learned from my dad over the years. The same fun facts he told me every single time this person is mentioned. <laughs> All right. Uh, Alex, number five. My number five is, because I completely forgot about this, the Girl Scout fight. <laughs> it's just fantastic. And after seeing Mortal Kombat, it was nice seeing like a pretty well choreographed and well stunted fight scene. Those girls were going at it. Jeebus age. They were like real stunt women. Throwing haymakers, really selling them with the with the contact hits. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, yeah. It was a cool <laughs> cool bar fight. It's fun at first. It's one of those jokes where it's like it's funny at first, and it gets old, and then it's funny at the end when they're still fighting after the whole <laughs> dance thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love at the very end they just throw like a Girl Scout dummy out on the dance floor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the dummy throw always gets me. Yeah. All right, Scott, number five. Number five is James Hong is the Japanese general. So, <laughs> so, so I like I like the gag of like him wanting people to kill or people wanting to kill themselves as he keeps telling his story. Uh, but I, at first, I, I I didn't quite recognize him. I'm like oh, this guy looks familiar, um, and then I I looked it up. I'm like, sure enough, it's James Hong. But yeah, it's like he doesn't even say anything. But it's fucking gold when he's getting ready to like shove the sword through himself. Just the look on on his face and it's the perfect cut because it cut away just the last second when he's just going <laughs> ah <laughs> like who knew who knew you know disemboweling yourself could be that hilarious yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all right uh on to my number four which is the it's pretty much the <laughs> oh that, that really i mean whatever yeah Who's on first of this movie is the what's your vector, Victor? Yeah. <laughs> give, give me Clarence, Clarence. Yeah. Huh? Uh, Roger. Huh? <laughs> Who? That whole scene. <laughs> what? <laughs> but yeah, I love that whole. What's your vector, Victor? Can I give you Clarence? Clarence, Clarence. Roger. Huh? That's it. That's my number four. <laughs> Alex. My number four is the horse adultery. <laughs> oh, God. I just didn't see that coming. It was just like a short little gag that they call Captain Over's wife. He's like, oh, it's a pretty serious situation. You better go tell to the airport. All right, I'll be right down. <laughs> she turns over and the light finally shines a little bit more on the other side of the bed. There's just a horse there, a living horse. He's like, all right, I got to go to the airport. Why don't you let yourself out through the back? There's some juice in the fridge if you want some. Oh, that is such a Zuckerman thing. <laughs> Just, what? <laughs> Have an affair with a horse. Jeebus age. Of course, of course. Of course. All right, Scott, number four. Number four. Uh, so, it was hard, like Alex started with, not to focus on some of the smaller things, but <laughs> there was like a few particular lines uh, that that I stopped and re- and watched the scene again because it had me laughing so hard. Uh, so the scene after Robert Stack finally starts talking to Stryker, um, they cut away and they come back, and he he says, uh, "Hold on a second. Robert Stack tells uh, Lloyd Bridges 
Now it's my job to like build them up here to give them confidence. <laughs> Have you ever flown like a four prop plane? <laughs> and Shaka goes, "No, never." Shit! <laughs> this is a goddamn waste of time. <laughs> oh, just the delivery there. It's so good. Yeah, <laughs> it's a goddamn waste of time. <laughs> Gold. It's good. All right. Yeah, uh, I love it. My number three is which we kind of start off the podcast with is the Shirley jokes. Shirley must be joking. Just all of that. Uh, I mean that is and Leslie Nielsen himself. So I'm I'm kind of including that all together. But that's that's the best jokes I think for the movie from him. But except for when he keeps coming in and goes, "We're all counting on you." <laughs> They've already landed. <laughs> he comes in does it one more time. Silly. Good luck. We're all counting on you. Yeah. But the stop calling me Shirley. Um, it's awesome. This, I, it's hard for me to pick. This movie is just whatever. Oh, it's like I a joke, just, like every twenty seconds. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I know. Jeebus. So, those are the ones that I'll, when I think of airplane. That's what I basically chose. When I think of airplane, these are the top ones, and that's where I are my list. Alex, number three. My number three is when the passengers start to riot. <laughs> when, uh, uh, what's her face? I forget her name. Uh, the main flight attendant. Elaine. Elaine, thank you. When Elaine's like, now there's nothing to worry about and everything, but <laughs> is there anybody that can land a plane <laughs> that immediately everybody starts writing? And this is one of those scenes where you can pick it apart, you know, freeze frame it, and find something new every time. I'm sure, and, yeah. Oh, it kills me whenever I see the, the two dudes just fencing. <laughs> for no, they're just fencing. With foils and everything, the nun is choking somebody out. Is well, choke, a million? Well, she's choking one of the Hare Krishnas. <laughs> yeah, religious warfare. Oh my gosh! Yeah, there's just a million little things going on in that scene, and I love it. It's like a where's where's Waldo scene. Yeah, that and then like you know, assume crass positions, and they all just like climb on top of their seats. <laughs> yeah. and... It's good stuff. All right. Mm-hmm. Scott, number three. Uh, number three is... I, I think the... Watching this again, the real brilliance of this this movie, um, besides just it being consistently funny all the way through, is they, they let all the characters uh, give it, get a chance to shine. Like, everybody gets a chance to, to steal the show. Um, and it's not yeah. just the the writing either. Uh, you know, it, everybody makes, makes their particular scene or scenes work. Um, you know, we talked about Lissy Nielsen, Robert Stack, uh, Lloyd Bridges. We'll try a little bit more to say in a minute. Um, <laughs> the, the the two the two main characters. Um, <laughs> so she she Elaine does some some fucking hilarious stuff too. It's very subtle though. Um, the after she gives the the autopilot the BJ, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> she's smoking a cigarette. The look over she gives at at, at the pilot had me laugh out loud. <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> so that was gold. The the scene when she's again uh, in the convalescent home, and uh, he does the spit take off screen, and you see the water go by, like look on her face with surprise, and then she goes exactly back to what she was saying with a smile on her face. Um, ah, it's it's latest. Robert, Robert Hayes in the very beginning when he looks at the camera, what a pisser. 
uh, just yeah, just every yeah, like you talked about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, uh, Peter Graves, which I'll again have something to say about in a second, is is hysterical. Um, yeah, just everybody gets a chance to to do something that to really sell it, and uh, yeah, you just don't see that a whole lot in in something where there's a, again a joke every thirty seconds. Yep. Mm-hmm. I agree, and which leads into my number two is I'm just including all just the sight gags that just you have to watch. This is not a movie where you can sit, you can look away at any moment because yeah. there's something going on. <laughs> there's, and I'm sure like Alec, you could freeze frame everything, and every single time you watch this, there'd be something new going on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not so bananas at the beginning, but it it does start off pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. Like the one thing I don't think I remember seeing before is they have all like the radar screens in the very background that someone like opens one and starts doing his laundry with one. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't think I ever noticed that, that before. Um, just there's so many in this thing, so I just that's that this and the the uh, what's the other? no the naked gun movies were same thing like those kind of they they do they put so much into it. I remember listening to the commentary for that, I think, and they said, Police Squad got canceled because you had to watch... It was like, they, there was, like, stupid studio notes. Like, it'll never work because you actually have to pay attention and watch it. They're like, oh, okay, that's dumb, but... So, Jesus. Yeah. Anyway, keep your eye on the screen at all times, folks. Don't look down at your phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Laura. All right. Um, <laughs> Alex, number two. My number two is that some of the gags that they set up have multiple payoffs, like in different ways throughout the movie, and it's it's genius. Uh, specifically, the one with uh, the religious people at the beginning, uh, they have you know, oh, we'd like to accept this flower. Do you want to make a donation? Type of thing. And then at first, you see Stryker, and he's trying to give him the flower pendant, and he just casually just takes off his jacket and, and continues on his way. And the guy's just, what? Holding his jacket. And like you said, Captain Kramer later on comes through, and he starts wailing on everybody that's trying to solicit him. Uh, it's gold. Yeah, I like like the the one Hare Krishna is like, no, I gave it the office. Yeah. <laughs> There's another one. <laughs> All right, Alex. I mean, sorry, Scott. Number two. Uh, number two is the captain over all the the. I, I guess there's no easy way to say it, but like the pedophilia jokes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, by the time he gets to the <laughs> Joey, you like movies about gladiators? <laughs> then, you ever spent time in a Turkish prison? Yeah, and then, and then that's the, the very last one. You ever spent time in a Turkish prison? <laughs> oh, he's not bothering anybody. <laughs> it's so creepy, but yeah. Uh, but just again, Peter, Peter Graves and Leslie Nielsen just complete playing everything completely straight. Oh man, I, I that's probably my my most quoted thing, even more than the "Don't Call Me Shirley" thing from this movie. The, the, the like probably Turkish prison. gladiators. Yeah, Turkish prison and gladiators. I don't know. But. <laughs> Nice. All right. Well, that leads to number one, which is probably my most quoted thing from this movie is the whole running gag of I picked the wrong day to quit sniffing glue. I <laughs> yeah. picked the wrong day to quit drinking. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's so good. Lloyd, 
Lloyd Bridges gives it his all. Like this is kind of just how I did with Shirley. I included Leslie Nielsen. This is where I'll include Lloyd Bridges. Like awesome in this movie and just yeah, it, it just keeps escalating and then you get to this quit sniffing glue. And that one scene where it cuts to him and he's just like hanging upside, <laughs> he's down. upside down. That's probably that's probably the funniest shot of the entire movie. <laughs> just the look on his face. Yeah, his you can tell the blood's all rushing into his head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's sticking straight up because he's upside down. Oh man. So I know that's when we see a lot in the chats and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so there it is. Pick the wrong day to quit drinking. Or sniffing glue. Alex, what's your number one? My number one is, and this movie wouldn't work without this, is that almost everybody, not just Leslie Nielsen and the main cast, but almost, pretty much almost everybody's just playing the movie straight. They're saying these gags, like, I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure people broke multiple times, but I don't, I just, I, I can't imagine doing any of this stuff with a straight face. It's like nobody's. They have, like, subtle reactions to some of the, like, really wacky shit that's going on. Uh, yeah, and I don't think uh, this movie would have worked without without that. It's amazing. I agree. That's a good point. It's probably why these movies work and, like, the scary movies and stuff don't work. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's worth pointing out that this is supposed to be spoofing, like, a specific movie or, or kind of a few movies about, like, the same subject matter which none of us have ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah. The spoof has lasted longer than the original, the source material. Yeah. Besides just like, jokes, yeah. <laughs> imagine if, like, uh, no one knew what Star Wars was. The only thing that survived was Spaceballs. <laughs> right? At this point, you never know. <laughs> um, but yeah, them playing... You're right, I think everyone... There really is no over the top like. Well, there's there's the there's except the for the Johnny the, character. Yeah, the flamboyant man. Okay, he's pretty much the only one though, and he'll use them in specific instances. <laughs> what do you make of this? Oh, you can make a little hat, a little pterodactyl. There's <laughs> oh, like a big Tylenol. <laughs> All right, it kills me. <laughs> Scott, number one. <laughs> number one is the looks like I picked the wrong week to stop sniffing glue. There you go. <laughs> God, that shot of him upside down. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know if you can come up with this stuff. You no. can't. You can't write it. You can't. Oh my gosh. Yep. All right, good list. I have a few honorable mentions. Uh, the boobs, as we already mentioned. Yes. Um, right. The, the little boys. boy, the little boy sitting down next to the girl yes. and offering her coffee, and then <laughs> asking if she wants cream, and she's like, "No, I take it black, like my men." Yeah. <laughs> and then That's this joke is good. I didn't really like it, but Laura is the one that pointed out to me, and I actually now that she pointed out, or I guess I always just passed me by, is when he orders a second cup of coffee, and then it like goes to the woman's monologue. <laughs> yeah. Johnny never orders Strange. a second cup of coffee at home. <laughs> and was, fantastic. Yeah, and then later on when he pukes, Johnny never pukes at home. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what that's in reference everything. to. Like, is that like a commercial or something? I was thinking it might be like a coffee commercial too, but like, Laura put just like women overthinking everything and just like 
you know, those memes are like, oh, what are you probably thinking about another woman? And it goes the other guy, and he's like, I'm sure I could beat Zelda if I did this. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> stupid shit. So, mm-hmm. those are my three honorable mentions. Alex? Uh, Joey Zuzu as one of the Harry Krishnas. <laughs> I keep forgetting he's in this movie. Yeah. David Leisure. Uh-huh. Uh, I like some of the some of the stuff is just funny because they put like a saying into literal context, like the shit hitting the fan. Oh god, of course. We don't start this soon, the shit's really gonna hit the fan. <laughs> like shot is immediately a literal piece of shit hitting a fan. Uh, and the last one that really got me, it was just when uh, one of the flight attendants was doing the, the sing-along and everybody was getting all happy and stuff and smiling. Mm-hmm. And then over at the cockpit, um, uh, Kareem and Over, like, smile at the screen, <laughs> yeah. and then they go back to doing their job, and then Victor right after <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> just smiles at the screen. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that was fantastic. Uh, what was the other one? Oh yeah, the other running gag that I liked. Uh, damn it, how did they put it? It's like, oh, they'd like the the, the captain uh, would like to see in the cockpit. He's <laughs> like, what is it? Yeah. Well, it's the little room where the pilot and the, <laughs> the co-pilot well, that's know, not do port- the work. But that's but that's not important right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It. They need that a bunch of times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's good. Uh, Once in a lifetime. Yeah. So uh, I'll try to keep this brief. Uh, so let's just get it out of the way. Some of the cringy stuff that still made me laugh. So the 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 jive speak. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just because it's so ridiculous. The smack 'em, yak 'em. <laughs> uh, uh, the and then the uh, the choke when she's passing out reading and the woman asks for something light. She's like, "Oh, well, how how about this pamphlet about?" Uh, <laughs> Jewish sports store legends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, def- definitely a couple, you know, jokes I wouldn't have gotten as a kid. Uh, also cringy is him teaching the tribe to play basketball. It's still funny, but it's cringy at the same time. Uh, that, uh, is it the, what was that? The newscasters from different nations. They played that pretty straight, actually. Well, yeah, but still, it's like eh, I think they have the technology to do picture in picture, just like America. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That was a bit cringy to me. Anyway, uh, the um, when they're when they're doing from here to eternity scene, they're on the beach, and like the water goes completely over them, and then covered in seaweed, and he he basically lays out the whole plan about how they're gonna leave, leave tomorrow morning. They're gonna fly low. They're gonna bomb this place. And then she asks him when he gets when he's gonna be back, and he says, "I can't tell you that it's classified." <laughs> <laughs> uh, Leslie Nielsen, uh, when when uh, they, he asks about what, what was for dinner, and she said, "Oh, the fish and the steak," and he goes, "Ah, oh, yes, I remember. I had the lasagna." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry to interrupt. I like the introduction of Leslie Nielsen. Oh, miss, I think the guy sitting next to me is a doctor. doctor. Yeah. <laughs> His stethoscope. Man. Goddamn stethoscope, yeah. Excuse me, are you a doctor? Yes. <laughs> uh, and, then, and then finally, the... Uh, uh, when, when Randy breaks down, 
<laughs> and starts crying and, and Liz Nielsen's like what's wrong she says oh I'm only 26 so I've never been married and, uh, and oh yeah he's like it'll be alright the other one comes up and he asks her how she's doing oh I've never been so scared my whole life but at least I have a husband <laughs> yeah. that's good yeah. yeah we go on and on with all the lines in this movie yeah, yeah. I know the, the other sight joke I forgot to mention is they go by the nun and she's reading Boy's Life and then they go to the boy and he's reading <laughs> Nun's <laughs> Life. What That's the hell? Alright. Well, let's rate this thing. Uh, as usual, we rate on a scale of 1 to 7. 1 being absolute garbage. 7 being perfection. Um, I will go ahead and go first. And uh, for the type of movie that it is and it held up all this time, it's a 7 for me. Don't get these out very often, but airplane is a seven. Alex. Ah, yeah, I'm gonna have to agree. Even with all the with some of the questionable stuff, it's not too bad, and it's not in a mean spirited way. It's, it's but not slap the, shot. Yeah, it is not slap shot. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's consistently funny. Like you said, some of the stuff, it's like, okay, it's funny. All right, where are you going with this gag? It's getting old. Ah, now it's funny again. It's like everything comes back. All right, Scott. Uh, there's so many jokes in this movie are just timeless. Uh, watching it again, it, I was surprised at how much it made me laugh out loud. Um, you know, this is, this is Leslie Nielsen. This is uh, just inspired jokes like rapid fire. Um, this kind of... Kind of, I, I wouldn't say it changed the face of comedy, but um, it definitely created its kind of own its own subgenre of, of movie. Um, and yeah, it's one top ten comedies of all time. So I, I feel like I'd be remiss if I didn't also give it a seven. Wow! All right, this is one of our few triple sevens. Yeah, jackpot! Jackpot! <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> ding 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 ding. All right. Um, our crossover list is top. Um, how do we how do we word this? Running gags throughout yeah. a movie, TV show, video game, whatever. So you know, we always mention this, like the Shirley. Stop calling me Shirley. And the sniffing glue. The wrong day to quit. All that stuff. So that's where we're coming from with this crossover list. And uh, I will go number five. And um, this is across movies. But it's across a collection of movies. And mine will be the Stan Lee cameos and all the Marvel movies. Oh, that's good, Jeff. Damn it. Yeah, that's good. So really they're, good. they're gags, but they're, I mean, it's, they're not gags in the same sense, but they are running and they're always funny. So oh. shout out to Laura. She helped me out with this one. I gave her crap for not watching this movie, but she gave me this. So Stan Lee cameos, number five. Alex. Nice. Uh, this one made it to my number five only because <laughs> it's a running gag that they tried to start off at the beginning of the season, but it didn't really go anywhere, and they stopped it after a few episodes. And that is Futurama, where Professor Farnsworth, Farnsworth every once in a while goes, Oh, we gotta go over here, and I can do this, but I'm already in my pajamas. And that's it. And he says that a few times throughout a couple episodes, and then they just stopped it. It always has a soft spot in my heart. Okay. Uh, Scott, number five. Five was a, a 
comedy from the early 90s of John Larroquette and Kirstie Alley called Madhouse. I don't know if you guys remember, I remember that one. that. I do. So there's a running gag with the cat in this movie where it keeps dying and coming back in like all these horrible ways. Um, until finally, spoilers at the end, um, it dies after uh, eating a bunch of cocaine. Um, and then uh, comes back to life, thus exonerating the main characters because... The cat couldn't possibly be alive if it had been eating cocaine. Uh, I think it was the, the plot line there. Um, it just a weird thing that stuck with me. It was kind of the first thing I thought of when we started doing this list, so that's my number five. Hmm. Okay. I remember that, but I thought it was a TV show. Maybe because it was Larroquette and Christie Alley who were TV stars. <laughs> yeah. TV people? T- TV's John Larroquette and Christie Alley. <laughs> yes. Night Court's Larroquette. Cheers, it's Kirstie Alley. Team up for this new show on ABC. All right. Uh, on to my number four, which is... This is a running joke through the show The Office, and it's the uh, assistant to the regional manager, assistant regional manager joke that they always do between Dwight and Michael. And that's what she said. So there's a lot on The Office, but my always my favorite one is when... Dwight calls himself assistant regional manager, and then Michael corrects him. You're assistant to the regional manager. It gets me every time. <laughs> not, not, Remember just not, not all the pranks. No, I mean, they're, they're all, like I said, there's a bunch of them, but that's the one I think of the okay. most. All right, uh, Alex, number four. Uh, my number four is from eh, a smaller movie. I think it might have gone overlooked. It's called The Other Guys. With Will Ferrell and uh, Marky Mark. And this one was... It was pretty funny, but it was mostly memorable because Michael Keaton was kind of starting his return to movies with this one. And he had a running gag where he was the police chief and he kept quoting TLC songs without knowing it. <laughs> they call, they tried calling on him. It was like, what, is that TLC? He's like, what are you talking about? What is that? <laughs> So he goes, like, come on, you don't want to go do that on a beat. You can't go chasing waterfalls. He's like, wait, that's, that's TLC again. Why do, why do you do that? He's <laughs> like, well, I hope you're okay, you know, because I don't want no scrubs. He's <laughs> like, what? <laughs> and he does that, like, a few times throughout the movie. Uh, I recommend the other guys. I've not I seen it. that on my list. Yeah, it's pretty good. All right. Yeah, I've never seen it. Okay. Uh, Scott, number three. Four. Number four is that uh, uh, Homer thinks it's spelled Jeebus. <laughs> Does it happen multiple times? So, he, he, he yes, he says Jeebus a few times. Yeah. At least in uh, two. Yeah, so. and then you find out that he has the Bible where it was misspelled. Oh, okay. <laughs> I remember the one time when he says, save me, Jeebus. Buddha yeah. <laughs> Allah Jeebus, save me. Nice. <laughs> All right. Um, my number three is from a movie, and it's uh, Best in Show. And the running gag of every time uh, oh, the cookie runs into somebody <laughs> and they, <laughs> they banged. Was that you? Oh, that was you. So, yeah, All of this. my number scenes. two. Okay. That's awesome. 
Yeah. I'm not wearing underwear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> she had this thing where she'd put her legs behind your head. <laughs> All right. Alex, number three, then. Uh, my number three is Kenny from every Ooh. South Park episode yeah, ever. That's good. Well, there, there was a few seasons where they actually stopped killing him, but yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> and the episode where they kind of explained <laughs> why he keeps coming back to life was great. Uh, but yeah, good old Kenny. I, I was like, when they, you, you could tell when they hit the, the mark of where they didn't really want to do the joke anymore, where <laughs> yeah. there'd be like a perfunctory, like, they killed Kenny, you bastards. Uh, the, the characters didn't yeah. care anymore. They killed Kenny, you bastards. Come on, we gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Scott. Number three. Uh, number three, going back to Futurama, and this is also something that I think only lasted through like the first season, but the owl jokes. So it it was. It, it oh, was I thought they kept that up for a while, uh, at least in background gags. Maybe, but they they kind of dropped it. But basically, in the first season, the idea was in the, in the the far flung future, like owls were like the new pigeons slash rats, <laughs> so they were <laughs> everywhere. And it culminated in, in the episode where you see Fry's apartment and <laughs> and how filthy it is. And the, it, the camera pans around and in one corner there's this cobweb where there's like an owl trapped in it. <laughs> and you see him scurrying in and out of like mouse holes and oh god, that shit kills me. <laughs> yeah. Owls. Yeah. Nice. I didn't watch much Futurama. Wasn't there the running gag with uh, Bender and the, I'm going to start my own thing with hookers and blackjack. Or was that just one episode? One one episode, yeah. Oh. But still, it was good. There was a a thing about him being a folk singer. That was a running gag. Oh, yeah. Nice. Okay. uh, My number two, got to have some Simpsons in here. And mine is Mr. Burns not knowing who Homer is at some point (laughs) in an episode. Simpson, eh? Simpson, eh? So, every, they've had a million, one. yeah, they had a million uh, uh, meetings between them, and every single time, the start of an episode, Simpson, eh? A drone from Sector 7G. <laughs> a new man, is he? <laughs> yeah. He's one of your couch or seat fillers in Section 7G. All right. The last time I do a Smithers. Uh, <laughs> mm, cock of nothing. Hey, this is <laughs> Alex. There's a rocket in my pocket. <laughs> you don't have to tell me, sir. <laughs> my number Alex. two is Cookie Fleck from Best in Show. Okay. Anything to add? Nope. It's just uh, <laughs> like one of the first things I thought of. I like. I like when I thought of running gags. I like how she's like excited every time. I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> that was you. <laughs> That time when she's, they go to Larry Miller's house and he just like just starts kissing her. What the hell? All right, Scott number two. Oof, I'm getting tired. Number two is uh, William can't see the sailboat from oh, Mallrats. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> oh, it was a scooter. You dumb a bastard! <laughs> <laughs> a scooter is a sailboat. <laughs> You know what? There is no Easter Bunny. <laughs> he like punches the thing over. <laughs> uh, yeah. Did you guys see that Ethan Supley is like ripped now? 
I don't at one point he like, lost a lot Willem. of weight. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Yeah, when uh, my name is Earl, he lost a lot of weight. Yeah, but now he's like ripped. Hmm. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. Snowball. Looking this up. <laughs> well, he wasn't Snowball. Was he? Wasn't he? Wasn't he the same character? No. No. Oh, maybe he replayed that. Yeah, maybe he replayed it. But in Clerks, it was Scott Moser played it. But maybe, yeah, maybe they re. I don't remember. Anyway. Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, in Mallrats, he was supposed to be the same character. Anyways. My number one, of course, it has to be Star Wars, and it's I've got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> yep. It's in, I think, every movie except Rogue One, and they start to say it, and then they shut him up. I believe that's how it works. I don't know. But. No, it was almost also in Solo, but, you know, that's another part why this movie, that movie is terrible. I've got a good feeling about this. Yeah, we didn't have a good feeling about this movie. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I've only seen Solo once, so... <laughs> That's all i got to say about mm-hmm. that. Oh, There's actually multiple. You have a, I have a bad feeling about this. There's... Um... Don't try it, Anakin. <laughs> High ground. No, what is... <laughs> Damn it, there's another... Uh, why am I forgetting? Well, C-3PO always trying to say that what his purpose is, never getting to finish it. But that... Yeah. Anyway, Alex, number one. My number one is from Seinfeld. The one episode where <laughs> Kramer films a Woody Allen movie, These Pretzels Are Making Me Thirsty. <laughs> That's good. That's your number one? That's yeah, that was the first because that was the first thing I thought of. <laughs> running gag. Because <laughs> everybody has their own delivery. <laughs> These pretzels are making me thirsty. <laughs> By the end of the episode, it's like, well, there I am, you know, saying my line. These pretzels are making me thirsty, and everybody's saying it with him. He slams the glass down, it breaks, shatters, gets one shark, gets in Woody Allen's eye. Yeah, I was trying to think of, like, reoccurring themes from Seinfeld. The only thing I think of is the, hello, Newman. But other than that, yeah. and then Kramer and Op- just opening the door. But Yeah. <laughs> hey, giddy really isn't. <laughs> all right scott number one uh number one is from the big lebowski and it's uh basically water shitting on donnie <laughs> shut the fuck up donnie you're out of your element uh goes up the whole movie until until there's a point where donnie suggests they go to get like in and out burger and he like starts telling him to shut the fuck up he's like oh yeah that's a good idea <laughs> Just by reflex, he just keeps telling him to shut up. Yeah. It's cold. Uh, I always thought that was funny because at the time, John Goodman was the spokesperson for In N Out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Maybe that's was how he? he did it. Yeah. yeah, it was voice, or at least someone who sounded like John Goodman. Uh, Maybe it was John Badman. Whoa. Also, uh, also from Big Lebowski's, an honorable mention is the. Uh, the, they keep asking him where the money where's the money Lebowski <laughs> and then at the very end uh, he he asks the older Lebowski where's the money Lebowski anyway alright nice list I had yep. one honorable mention uh, just all the Al Bundy shoe you know shoe jokes <laughs> lady walks into the store 
Yeah. Just telling his war stories <laughs> as he walks in the front door. <laughs> a fat woman clip-clops her way into the store. <laughs> just all that's All that's those jokes. And like the, I would say the one time that Kelly gets a job and then she starts doing it when she comes home was pretty hilarious. All right. Any other just for you guys? Yep. Nope. All right. Well, then it's time for Alex Knows Sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Why are we still doing this? Sports poll? <laughs> um, uh, I guess... No, that's not it. Oh, yeah. Grunk was in WrestleMania. And he won a title? Gronk? <laughs> yeah. The football player, Gronk. But aside yeah. from that, I guess they're having real NBA players play the latest NBA like 2K game online, like in a tournament. <laughs> mm. People are getting desperate for sports. They are. Yeah. I, I, I heard today that they were proposing... Bunch of NBA players getting together to do horse. <laughs> I don't know. Like remotely, like Skype horse. I don't know. It seems stupid to like actually meet anywhere to do it. So yeah, I'm sure enough of these guys have courts like on their palatial mansions. They can just go out back and record it. <laughs> so I don't know. One thing I just heard before I came in here. So the other, I did hear about this a couple of days ago. Trump met with all the commissioners of all the big sports, right? So yeah, the NFL, NBA, MLB, MLS, any, all of them. And I didn't really hear much about it, but then I just heard something. Hockey is talking about it's starting up in August, like uh, August or September or something. So like, I don't even. Why would hockey even start then? If that's when it's happening, baseball season won't even. Start, I don't think. You can't play baseball in the winter. No. So, I just think it's, it's just going to be... Hopefully, it's in time for fo- for football to start, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> like, that's yeah. the only thing at this point. It just... So weird. I, I, yeah, I, I've, sports? I, I, yeah, I've, I've, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> sports. Yeah. I mean, I still think once they may start lifting some of these quarantine things, still giant gatherings are still going to be probably off the I list for a while. I, and that's yeah. I don't, I don't know how you could possibly, even if there were no fans in the stands, I don't know how you could do football. What? I mean, you just get a t- team of people. On well, what do you say? I mean, if the if the things if the quarantine's still going on, <laughs> yeah. Or oh, yeah, if it just course. gets barely lifted, yeah. No, they're not going to have you know everybody huddled in one locker room. There's, there's no, there's, there's spitting and sweating there, on each yeah, other. Yeah, I don't, I don't see. Yeah. yeah, until yeah, until there's like a full vaccination for the stuff. Like, I don't see how you yeah. can even do basketball or hockey. Like, wait, wait, like anywhere it's like you can't do a lock. Yeah, you can't. You can't do anything. Hazmat suits. Well, the one thing there's these are all rumors or they're, they're toying with ideas. One thing for hockey they were talking about is picking a neutral site somewhere where the virus is low, like in the Dakotas or Wyoming, and just having all the teams go there. They themselves are quarantined, so like they've all been tested. They ha- don't have it, and they're just playing games in like one arena and just like <laughs> having a playoff, like of some weird 
tournament type thing. That's one of the things they've talked about, and I just I don't get it. Just, and that just admit it, the season's over. It's <laughs> just come back in October. It yeah. just sounds ludicrous to me. It does to me too. And I love I want my sports, but I'll, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm willing to wait. Let's do what we can to to spread it to North Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I want sports bags too. I, it's it's kind of hilarious, like <laughs> listening to the sports talk radio. Like I'll, I'll go out to patron one of the local eateries, and uh, yeah, these these fucking guys have nothing to talk about anymore. <laughs> yeah. The biggest news was that the oh the, this is sports worthy um, was that they had the the W. I don't know if somebody was going to talk about this in there in the news section, but. They they had the uh, WWE uh, uh, WrestleMania, mm-hmm. and that's I'm not talking about it. What now? I'm not going to talk okay. about it. So feel free to yeah, like just uh, they were talking about them filming that, and that sounded insane. Like it's one of the dudes has like he has some disorder where he has like a compromised immune system. Um, some other guy. I, he had something else going on, like uh, it's some other kind of weird disease, where like it makes these people like higher risk, you know. And yeah, they they weren't doing it in front of fans or anything, and they were like doing it like in a specific location and filming it all, and you know. But it, it just still seemed like a bad idea. I know they're probably hurting, like more more so than any of the other sports. Uh, res- wrestling needs the fans there. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, the the people are trying to do whatever they can. I guess. Yeah. I thought they should just get on Skype calls and then trash talk each other until one relents and hangs up, and then the last one left on the Skype call is the winner. They're headed that way. Yeah, they can cut all the promos <laughs> they want. Yeah. Like the N64, WrestleMania, WWF. <laughs> and with that, tonight. it's time for Neom News. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. Okay. So, I was having a hard time parsing out some news this week because it was all pretty much the same. Uh, yeah. there, mm-hmm. There's a common theme. Do you guys care to guess what it is? Movies getting canceled or delayed. Yes. And video games are good for health, for all the health yes. reasons. For you, all those people listening, your parents told you to, to stop playing video games, to go outside and get exercise, or whatever. They were wrong. Uh, so, uh, just talking about the last of the, the X-Men movies, uh, the New Mutants. Um, so this thing had already been delayed. It was supposed to come out in 2018. A pushback 2019 was delayed again. I'm, I'm sure the the Fox Disney merger had something to do with it, um, and the yeah. and the fact that it probably was not testing well. Um, now it's supposed to come out this April. It should have been out uh, earlier this last week or whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, it's been pushed back indefinitely. So this was the weird, you know, again. Horror slash mutant movie. Uh, it was unclear like where where they're going with the genre exactly in, in like the one or two trailers that I've seen. Um, yeah. 
you know, the biggest star power with it is, is Maisie Williams. Um, so yeah, it, this thing is, yeah, just floating around. This was a, a Fox project, so Disney didn't really have anything to do with it, but now they own all the rights to it. Um, so yeah, this one's a a candidate for <laughs> uh, straight to video, whatever. Uh, so I'm, I'm curious about this one because again, this is the last of the the X Men movies. So Disney can, if they want, just start from scratch, try to build on something that they they've they've done previously. Because you know, I, I you know, I, I don't think in this New Mutants movie that um, Fastbender or McAvoy are in it, um, or any of the other characters really. I mean, I don't know. Uh, yeah. So maybe maybe the Dark Phoenix was the last one, or Phoenix Rising. What the hell was the name of it? I still haven't seen it. Uh, I, I think it was Dark either. Phoenix. Yeah. Did you see Jeff? Mm-hmm. I know. I yeah, but not. none of it's the only extra movie I haven't seen. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this could 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 herald uh, much like the Silver Surfer, uh, the <laughs> whole reboot of the whole X Men thing. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll see where they go with that. And then, as as you guys uh, already guessed, yeah, just just everything is pushed back. Um, it's it's going to be a weird, uh, you know, when you know when we look back beyond all the the tragedy and everything, um, you know, this this year is just going to be kind of a just like a a black hole where <laughs> where nothing really happened, uh, like as far as entertainment's concerned. You know, I guess video games yeah. are still chugging along somehow, um, but yeah. the yeah, just everything you can push back, and you just basically all these studios are like, yeah, we're not doing anything this year. Uh, you know, I wonder what the like when award season rolls around, what that's going to look like. You know, not not that people really care about that stuff anymore, but you know, how, how do you have the Academy Awards a year from now when nothing was released? Um, I mean, they, they typically don't favor you know, summer tentpole type movies uh, like like all these these big you know, Marvel and um, and like we mentioned last week, like Ghostbusters, like all the stuff getting pushed back. Um, yeah, yeah, a lot to be done. There's no sports, you know. What you know? What what do we do with that? Uh, like I. You know, maybe maybe I should say this for the sports section, but uh, it's I, I'm next 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 season for all these different sports is going to be very interesting from the standpoint of there, there's going to be no injuries. Like, oh, I'm sure Angels were injured yeah. themselves. Oh, no, no, right? no, 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 like, no. I mean, <laughs> yes, I'm I'm sure they'll they'll make it happen in short order, but like on paper right now, everybody has these yeah. rosters that are going to be completely healthy. And and I wonder how contracts are supposed to work because, um, you know, someone like Albert Pujols, who was supposed to run out till next year, I think. When he turned sixty-two, I believe. Yes. 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 Well, he's a, he's a young sixty-two. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> you know, is everybody's contract? I, I I'm assuming they're paying all these guys, uh, so everybody just loses a year in the contract. You know, it kind of. You know, again, this is all just distraction, and it's not really all important. But you know, it, it kind of sucks when you think about 
you know, losing prime years on, on some of these athletes. Um, you know, it's such a, a monumental task to get some of these movies put together. You know, that when you lose momentum on it, who knows? Uh, so, yeah, it's just going to be weird when everything gets put back together. One more mm-hmm. sports thing. Like, the tr- NHL trade deadline, like, ended, like, that happened like two weeks before all this happened. So player teams were trading away like first round draft picks and players for, uh, for players with like no. This is like their last year in their contract, and they got because they're going to do a deep playoff run. They hope, and they got two two weeks out of them, like four games, and that's it. Like they got screwed. I don't know how that's going to work out. Yeah, like the NFL draft is going on. Yeah, like I can't, I can't, I cannot see NFL. Starting on time. I mean, I could see that. That wouldn't. I wouldn't be shocked if it started on time. That's still five months away. That could happen. I'm not very optimistic. <laughs> if, if I wouldn't say I'm optimistic, but I could see it happening. If, if five months, Scott, if we're not, this economy is going to be nothing's going to happen. We're going to be fighting each other for toilet paper and. We're already doing that Whatever, now. We're already doing now. That's yeah. five months of right, like, nothing. Right, and that, that means it definitely won't be NFL. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just think if that happens, then there's way... We won't be talking about the NFL. It'll be way worse. People don't listen to this podcast to have a... Let's talk about this stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So I apologize. Anybody Sports. For, for our tens of listeners, I, I'm I'm sorry. Hard not to think Maybe about this dozens. shit. Maybe uh, Airplane is a great movie. Airplane is a great movie. And, and, and uh, lastly, um, the Final Fantasy VII remake comes out this week. So Yeah, I've been oh, hearing it's, it's full of cutscenes at the beginning. I, uh, <laughs> I'm at kind of a weird crossroads when it comes to this. Uh, my my interest in it is, died some time ago, but I can't help myself. So th- this this will be like uh, Jeff and Gotham. This this will be me in this game. <laughs> You're gonna hate. Play yeah, it. I'm just gonna kind of hate play it, and then uh, <laughs> yeah, just just I don't want that FOMO. So there you go, uh, Alex. Anything you want to talk about? Uh, nope. Right, Jeff. Since we brought everybody down. Yeah. Um, Bring us back up. Uh, been playing Destiny 2. Got the latest expansion. I don't know why, but just because I guess I have nothing to do. So I did that. It's all right. It's Destiny. Um, been watching lots of Home and Garden Network. I, I know what a backsplash <laughs> is and, and what subway tile is. You know what accent wall is, yeah. Jeff? Yep, accent walls, got like a statement door. Um, yeah, wait. Let's let's talk about open uh, open floor plan. Let's talk about that real quick because mm-hmm. those those house hunting shows like drive me absolutely insane. My uh, my favorite my two favorite things about them are when somebody walks in and it's almost always the wife inevitably goes, "Oh, I don't like the colors on these walls." Then repaint them. <laughs> <laughs> you can yeah. it'll be your house you can do whatever you want with it 
<laughs> that drives me insane. The other one, and this is usually more for like, the, I don't know if, if you've watched any of these, Jeff, like the, when people are like abroad or searching for something like really expensive. And I, I haven't seen those. And, and again, so they'll, they'll be like, they'll never down to like three places that are super fucking expensive. And they'll always be like, like, so some lady, uh, or some, some dude and some lady will live in like, uh, like Abu Dhabi or something like that. And they'll, they'll be like, oh, well, we want to get this place with this extra room so that we can entertain, you know, guests when they come over and family and stuff. I'm like, I'm like, no, you live in Abu Dhabi. Nobody's, nobody's coming to visit your ass. Like, that's a dumb. Odie, yeah. Yeah, other than, yeah. Other than Nermal. Nermal. Other than Nermal. 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 Lives in like, Abu Dhabi. Nobody's fucking coming all the way out there to, to, uh, yeah, it's just, it's ridiculous. The pain thing, though, is, I do not understand that one at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My biggest pet peeves is most of these shows are out in the middle of this country. And, uh, you know, with your all-in budget of $200,000 and you bought the house for 17000 well, we can fix this up pretty nicely. And I'm like, oh, God, I got to move. Yeah. That, that, well, that's that's not my favorite thing. That's like my that's depressing. <laughs> Where they're like, okay, that's what I'm saying. That's what yeah. that's my biggest pet peeve. They're like, okay, we've like, got ugh. we've got a budget of two hundred twenty thousand dollars. It's like, okay, so we found you this house. It's four bedrooms, <laughs> three baths, ten acres, yeah. acre of grass. <laughs> it's nice neighborhood. Jesus. No, yeah. it's New Jersey though. <laughs> Completely exactly. unlivable. Jesus. The one, the one that, that always we... go for it, Alex. Uh, the one that always gets me is uh, kind of the opposite, where they're like, "Oh, I uh, run a daycare center part time. I and my husband here raises geckos. <laughs> Our budget is two point five million dollars." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? Something what the hell? Not up there. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen that. Yeah. It's like, well, maybe not 2.5. I was exaggerating, but it's like super high, like budgets. I'm like, you, how? How did you make this much money? Or how much did you take out in a loan? Why would they approve you with these shitty jobs that you have? Uh. I mean, like, I always, I always like when yeah. the, the couple aren't on the same page. <laughs> you can tell sometimes where they're like, yeah, they, they just oh, want to be on TV. Right? They buy this house. Yeah. Right. I heard one, some couple in the Bay Area. Um, they they were they're both like Chinese American, and it was like important to her that like the feng shui of the house like line up, and that the numbers like in the of the yeah, uh, of the building like the the address um, like be a certain way, and like I'd cut over this guy, and he was like. You could, you could tell, you could see him die inside every time she like spat this stuff out because he could not have given less of a shit about any of that. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like, yes, I get it. We can't have the ovens face the the back window or whatever. <laughs> he should have checked his wife's number but like, before marrying yeah, her. But like, you could tell, like he he'd given up on that fight a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pick your battles. So, so the one show I've just discovered over the past, well, it's been a little while now, but I'm act, uh, is the one that's in Orange County, Flipper Flop. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. That's, the, that's one that's been cracking me up because every single time, they just have to put the drama in there and it always, you know, oh, yeah, we'll, you know, we'll put it in 20000 and we'll get it. And then 
it's you know oh we don't expect there to be plumbing it's like you would have expected this if you flipped this many houses you'd be expecting it yeah it's it like, oh my gosh it's gonna blow our budget oh well we gotta do it yeah and then they always say that and then well we sold over this much with a profit of eighty thousand dollars like yeah, yeah. <laughs> you assholes if you made a profit and then the other yeah. thing that like if, if we laugh about is what they during the episode they'll I think if we do this, it'll really compliment. If we do this to the floors, it'll really complement the tiles here, and we can match it in the bathroom. Yeah. And then whenever someone comes in for the open house, they say like the exact same thing. You're like, all right, yeah. you're telling these people what to say. <laughs> or they just see the rec- they do their FaceTime recording after the fact. Yeah, I, I too like. Yeah, that lady seems obsessed with changing the tiles. Like yeah. I only seen a few episodes, yeah. but it seems like she never's happy with like the existing tile arrangement. Nope, never. It's like, this is the kitchen. These are not the drawers we're keeping in here, right? These aren't the drawers we're uh, she's a, Yeah, she's a terrible actress, too. You know, they're like on their seventh take getting into this house. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, that one's, that uh, one's weird because anyway. they're like divorced. <laughs> and they kept going. Oh, yeah, yeah now. Yeah. Now they are, yeah. So that's a little awkward. All right, I think we've done enough I wonder what my excuse is because I don't have like... <laughs> like I don't, I'm not sitting around with the wife or girlfriend like watching this uh... anyway uh, I'm just going to say I'm about ready to close my browser here and I have the cast of Airplane on and I uh, do you guys want to know who Kitten Nativad Dad played I oh know. I know who she is <laughs> but she's credited as bouncy topless woman on plane <laughs> <laughs> That's oddly specific. She sure is. Bouncy topless, and then her credits here are, uh, yeah, it's all skin movies. It's pretty hilarious. She was Miss Nude Universe twice in a row, nineteen seventy and nineteen seventy one. Dang, who's Dressed Universe? Yeah, didn't know it was a thing. Probably isn't anymore. Now it's <laughs> Pornhub or something. I don't know. What the hell? It says Jimmy Walker was the the guy doing the oh yeah shooting. washing the windows. That was yeah, him. I saw that yeah. Too. Holy shit! I thought he looked familiar. Yeah. Dynamite. Uh, hmm. <laughs> okay, yeah, she must have done porn too, because some of these names in her um. <laughs> her name is Kitten. I know, but it's, well, I just <laughs> lost it. It was where did it go? Ah. Uh, Fresh tits of Bel Air. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Yep. That's, All was right. she in box, box lunch? <laughs> Probably. Uh, yeah. Uh, she's in Mommy Knows Best. I don't think we want to watch that one because that came out <laughs> not too long ago. <laughs> Damn. Nope. All right, guys um, and girls, whoever's listening. <laughs> stay safe yes please do uh, stay indoors and while you're staying your... indoors check out our Patreon there you go why don't you promote it Alex it's uh, it's free so check out all the extra content that we have so if you like HSF you'll love some of the other stuff that we have which such as uh, Jeff <laughs> talks about Star Wars and Not Alex yeah, and quotes from Springfield, which is my show about the Simpsons. Quotes from Springfield. Yeah. yeah. That's patreon.com slash Hans shot first. All right, everybody. Take care. Thanks for listening.
We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.